0: Cool, awesome. Um nice. Well, welcome. It's like quick turnaround. Um so um this is we call it truck and trailer. Um we're trying to think of like creative names for it. But um really fun names that everyone would see that going that. Yeah. We almost didn't want to say it was like a drum and bass workshop, just to see who turns up, just out curiosity. But um but yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll be the truck. Yeah, truck okay. and tra- 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 trailer. <laughs> um Yeah. So uh, I'm Sam. Joel. Joel. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so um, we we've done this uh, this workshop kind of a few times and it never really ends up going the same way that we did it the time before. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> but um, but basically we we uh, we teach together at the School of Worship and we play. Um, the worship ministry, the church together, um, most weeks, and, um, and, uh, we just kind of, we realized that, um, for a lot of people, uh, just with the worship team rotating around, um, a lot of guys play with a different bass player or a different drummer, yeah. most, most weeks, um, we're kind of fortunate that we don't really have that a whole lot, yeah. um, unless you don't like playing with me. Yeah, we're fortunate. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but um, so we just we we just kind of had some uh, thoughts on kind of uh, helping to build that sort of relationship. Um, if you play together every week, hopefully this helps even more. Um, if you never play with the same person, uh, you know, then hopefully this helps too. But um, um, yeah, I think. Well, actually, we'll start. Um, I think firstly, before we even get into playing. Um, just, like, building, like, a friendship with, um, like, your bass player or your drummer, um, all the drummers or bass players, um, is really huge. Like, even just outside of music, I think a lot of times it's like you turn up to church, you rehearse, or you say hi, you rehearse, you play the set, and then you don't see them for a month until you're playing together again. So um, I just found, like, actually um, hanging out, Outside of that, maybe even like grabbing a coffee or something every now and again, and just chatting. Like, maybe even all about music. Building that relationship has been really helpful. Just, um, mm-hmm. just being able to connect musically, um, and we, we see each other every day. So That's like, nice. I mean, you know, there's a lot yeah. of connecting that goes on. Really, it's um, nice. Office we mates. Office. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, it's fun, but it's cool because yeah. we we're constantly like showing each other music we're listening to and. YouTube videos. Or funny YouTube videos, whatever. Well. <laughs> and like um I, I think just uh as important as it is has been musically just to like play together over and over again. Actually the social side of it as well has been huge. Um, so um and just building those relationships within the worship team is for unity's sake, for vision's sake has been great. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Commun- like communication that goes on
1: to you like on stage to or if we're playing something and, um, and we just, one or the other of us feel like it needs to go in a certain direction and without verbally like telling them <laughs> to like take it there. Um, uh, sometimes we could do that or even just giving the like encouraging nod <laughs> type of thing is always helpful. Um, but yeah, like building that, uh, Relationship is cool, where you're, especially finding like a common ground with, uh, with music, the types of things that you like to listen to, uh, and similar influences. To, uh, can be a really nice thing for, um, for uh, like everyone in the band
0: to but um, especially for like drums and bass. Yeah, I think actually, the, um, drums and bass um, a lot of the time. Um, are kind of like the musical uh, how do I put it like musical leaders yeah. in the band I mean yeah. you have the worship leader who's overseeing it I think a lot of times people don't actually zero in on this um, but you've got the worship leader and the way that I think we look at it is like the worship leader's there he's leading the band um, he's leading the type of worship he's there's like a million different things that he's like doing at one time like how, you know, where are the congregation at? Like, how's the Lord working in that moment of worship? And they're like, trying to tailor the set depending on where that's at. So they're concentrating on that and they're trying to lead the congregation, but they're also leading a band whilst playing an instrument and singing. There's like, a lot going on. So I think we, we as like the back line, track and trailer, like to take as much responsibility for the band um, in leading the band as possible. Um, ac- acoustically, drums allow singing on the, Stage. there's a lot that you can make or break the time of worship um, with what you play um, so we just like to, um, we feel like there's quite a responsibility there in, like, especially in services where it's more spontaneous almost, like we have a plan but it's kind of like the set isn't necessarily like dialed in completely um, like communion nights where it's just like we know there's a ton of space we're not sure quite how we're gonna fill that um there's just times where i feel like we have to kind of make the decision of where it's going based on what we feel we're being prompted to do whether it's like by what's going on in the room or like by the holy spirit just like um knowing when to give it the maximum and when to like yeah, actually like back. tell the band to like hold out you know pull back and, um so there's times where we you just kind of give each other that like that nod like it's on you know like I, there was one time we say it quite often like um it was one time where it was a communion service and we hadn't it was like almost like 45 minutes of just like just nothing like because <laughs> yeah, it was just indeed. like they did communion and then it's like we're going to pray for one another we're going to just have this really reflective time of worship and it just wasn't right to play you know so i'm like for the time being I'm not gonna play. Joel wasn't playing us was basically acoustic and we we're like, we'll just wait this out and when it feels right to come back in and start playing and we'll we'll do that. And honestly like forty five minutes passed by and it just still didn't feel like we were supposed to play. So we sat there like, you know, waiting. And then um and then this one song I think it was like, Great, Are you Lord mm-hmm. Scott start playing it and immediately I was like, you just get this sense like we need to take the song somewhere, like this is the song, you know? Yeah. And so like kind of just easing our way into it, like some swells and whatever. And then it hit, you know that bridge? It's just like super powerful bridge. Um, Just like, awesome. And um, we both looked at each other and gave this look like, are you ready? (laughs) Like, (laughs) we're about to bring it, you know? And then it's just like, once that hits, it's just this responsibility of like, um, obviously staying within the the volume level, what's right for that room and like, not blowing people's ears off, but like the maximum we can kind of get away with, like we're going there, you know. Um, so that communication, just even on stage when we're not verbalizing what we're thinking, just building that relationship where we kind of <clears throat> can give each other a look and know what we, what you're on about, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's it's a, I mean, it's kind of a different kind of like nonverbal communication. To you, but just being able to um, helps a lot when you're able to like uh, see each other. And uh, I know I always feel uncomfortable on stages where it's like I can't see the drums too, or can't see like even right now like I can't see the kick pedal mm-hmm. at all. And so sometimes it just helps when there's specific kick patterns or things uh, to be able to see it too, see it happening and see Sam's arms moving. Uh, because he communicates a lot um, too with like fills or things or um, just different timing things. Where if you can't hear it very well or you're having a hard time tracking with it, just being able to look over and see it um, helps a lot for me to uh, kind of match up with that. Um, so there's like stages where your like, base is set out a little further in front, which it should never <laughs> be. Um, It's always kind of awkward because then uh, you don't want to look, look backwards all the time but usually it's set up in a good position like on the hi-hat side and then where you have like a clear um,
0: sight of his foot to moving around and everything. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And we're like trying to ma- as much as possible, like really trying to match um, like my kick pattern with his, um, I call it strumming pattern? Plucking pattern? Yeah, pluck. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Plucking. Um, so we're just like, um, almost like, uh, I heard one guy say like, the kick is almost like the click of the note he's playing, like you want to be like one and the same, you know? Yeah. Um, and we're going we're gonna to play through a song in a minute where that isn't necessarily always the case, mm-hmm. but, um, but just in those points where they are matching up, it's like really tight and intentional. So there's times where if it's a song we haven't rehearsed and it's just off, you know, like Scott pulls out a song from somewhere, you know, like starts playing it and we're looking at each other like, how's this? Song go? Um, there's times where like I'll play kick pan and he'll play he'll play a pan and then I hear that it's different. So I the next bar or whatever I do his and he does mine, like mm-hmm. it just like <laughs> it takes a few bars before yeah. we like settle on one It kind of give each other look like, what you did. That happens a lot because I'll forget. A lot of times too, and so I feel like
1: if I forget and do it the wrong way, then he'll be like, "Oh, is it that way?" And then I tr- and I remember as soon as I do it, they're like, "Oh, that was wrong." <laughs> and so I'll go back, and that that happens more than it should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm working on that. Um, but yeah, um, like Sam said, like sometimes uh, I'll try to imagine, especially on uh, notes where. Or patterns where the kick and bass are um, doing the exact same thing, or um, uh, which is usually in like softer parts of the songs. Or uh, well, yeah, not always, but usually um, you just kind of imagine like the kick drum is playing your is playing the bass, so it's like you don't play it until like he's playing, and you, you can even. Kind be like subtly behind um, and drag a little bit with it, um, but yeah, just kind of that level of like locking into the kick drum at times is really good. Um, or if you're playing a subdivision that's faster than what the kick drum's playing, if he's playing like uh, uh, well like quarter notes and I'm playing like eighths or sixteenths, oh. Try to put an emphasis on the note that he's hitting still, with where I'm playing. So it's not. Uh, it's good to be like consistent with your sixteenth notes, but if you can have a little something extra with those, so kind
0: of helps it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like even with um, it's kind of a side thing, but like builds. You know, what I mean by just like building from a person's pulse or whatever, like. But like Bethel, were like the, the champions of that, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, but like, even talking about like kick patterns and um, corners and 16 minutes and things, like, those builds are kind of made, um, or broken by us basically and our combination. And if I'm really like energetic and going for it and he's like not wanting to go there, it sounds so sloppy, or even the other way around, if he's like going for it and I'm not matching that intensity, it's like. It's almost like we want to be like one instrument, you know? Um, so, like, um, I had like a really long build. I, I don't know, maybe you're doing, like, um, like, quarter notes and then eighth notes and then it gets to, like, sixteenth notes the last time around and it's, like, really intense. Like, um, it's we're like, thinking through that um, and communicating where those changes are coming and when it comes, it's, like, on point, you know? It's not, um, not one of us is, like, lagging behind the other. Um, so, um, do you want to play? We were going to play through half song. I think, should we just do Might Save? I was going to play through that, yeah. but um, Might Save's like, everybody knows that. So, yeah. um, it's got kind of a good combination. So, basically, like, um, the verses really built on like 16th notes. I'm, I'm playing like 16 note groove, and I think you're doing are you 16th notes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, i for the intro and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't have a track for it, but we can just oh, okay, play. Yeah, that's good. Um, um, and then, and then it gets to like the the chorus, um, and the chorus is where like the kick and the bass like lock in more, um, like to a real specific pattern. Before that, I'm playing kind of more of a uh, more of a groove just playing like sixteenth notes. Um, but you see where the changes come and like um, just the different. Feel that uh, each part gives, you know. So um, should we go for it? Yeah, just like a verse. Uh, Verses and there's chorus. like pre-chorus, chorus. Pre-chorus. Okay. I'll try and make it obvious. Do, do you have like a click or are you just? Kind of off? Just go for it. Alright. We'll it. Um, so um, yeah, let's just try it. That's what happens? How's the song going? <laughs> His, um, his bass is always basically matching up with my hi-hat, like... It gives it a really, like, driving... It's kind of subtle dri- drive, but um, it's got a lot of energy to it. Mm-hmm. Um, background you know um, it's not like um, super upfront it's it's really just kind of sat mm-hmm. in the background of the music it's like dynamically I mean in this room it's not super <laughs> evident but like um, we're kind of tucked away in the back it's quite subtle the the feel of it the groove um, but then when we hit that chorus like uh, opening up the hi-hat a lot more and it's just it really driven eights. so there's a lot more even in your pack yeah, really super tight. it's a lot of notes, it's not like
1: really heavy, like you're rocking out at that point. Right. But it's like
0: really tight some sixteenths. And then, um, and then the chorus it just opens up it's a lot more wide. I guess like um, vocally and, and the rest of the band, it's just like, it's that high moment. So like um, we just want to open that up too. So um, if we kept with that solid, really tight, like almost staccato type groove, it's like it really... Um, doesn't bring that energy in the same way, just like opening it up and kind of allowing it to breathe almost. Um, so that's where um like you hear the the kick and the uh bass like really link in. So you play the chorus. Some most of the time most of the time yeah but um there's, uh, there's times where I won't follow it exactly
1: I'll, I'll add some more but I like I will be following it but I'll add a few more notes that he's not playing because sometimes like if he was playing all the same things I was <laughs> playing yeah. in there it'd sound like r- like a really busy kick pattern yeah but I can get away with playing a few more notes and doing like driving eighth notes that still like they'll match up on the same beat yeah. that he's doing but still add a little
0: bit more? Um, should we try, if you play that same pattern, and I'll play a different kick pattern, like I'm thinking of something, okay. um, and see how, just for the chorus, and, um, gotta try and think, something. But like, um, how like, it's not super tight, it's not like matching up, and you kind of lose some of that real intentionality behind it. Yeah. So, uh, one, two, that bass sticks out a lot more yeah. you know it's so it's more just, like funk or something yeah, yeah. so I mean it, I mean it kind of works you know but um, it's a different feel it's definitely a different feel yeah um, so like just it doesn't quite have that same like drive and energy that it does when we're like, really locked in, you know? Um, n- any questions? Like, might like, that? might safe? You're not hearing it? No,
1: I don't know. I can't think of the main guitar riff that, like, gives it away.
0: It's been a while since you played it, to be fair. Yeah, is- it's, it's like a golden It's like not brand new song. Golden holding. Yeah, golden- I yeah,
1: the song. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, that's, I think it's, uh, I mean, every song's a little bit different and you're kind of looking for something, depending on the song, it, you know, certain songs where you want something a little bit more, um, open, uh, rather than just really driven whatever, but, yeah. um, but that's kind of like what we're trying to aim for as much as possible is to make it as tight as, yeah, as yeah. it can be, you know? Yeah. So. Other, I was... Practicing I worship practice last night, mm-hmm. and I was watching the kick drum. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we're playing it. But then he was not playing it consistently, and I was like, wait, should I just follow his kick? Yeah. Continually, or should I? And so you're talking about the hi hat. He was following it. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's hard part. That's kind of always been the hardest part for me, too, is that when you're playing with someone who doesn't do, you, like, pick a consistent, like, kick pattern yeah. for a song and it changes all the time, then um, I feel like one of the things that's harder, it's kind of maybe uncomfortable at first, but is opening up that, like, level of communication towards, like, you kind of know that this is, like, it's uncomfortable for you, but it's also going to seem like it also kind of sounds awkward for everyone that's listening <laughs> to when it's like the drums keep changing all the time and then um, you're not able to like lock in with it necessarily. Uh, so I feel like sometimes it's good even though it might be kind of weird at first, is just opening that. Uh, there's definitely a kind way to do it and not like a better, like, hey dude, can't, can't, can't <laughs> dude. you? you really stink right now or something like that. <laughs> Uh, like that, but just saying like, uh, oh, what what, like kick pattern are you, are you going to do for like this part of the song or something and see if like maybe we can lock into something there. I feel like it's better to try to communicate stuff like that than, than let it uh, just go unnoticed. Because at that point it's like not being as good as like it really can be. Uh, when, yeah, mm. I don't know. Uh, not that I've always done that, because yeah, sometimes it's just uh, yeah, because you kind of have to read people and <laughs> tell like what what they're thinking, and that gets complicated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, it can be hard, or. Uh, it, I feel like doing like eighth notes or like whole notes, and some of those kind of cases are like safe go-tos. too that like uh, will usually sound good over whatever uh, the kick playing. So like even like in that song, the kick pattern is still like specific for the verse, but um, but I'm not matching up with it. Just doing the sixteenth notes um, fits really well. Over yeah. the top of it, to uh, see. So, so yeah,
0: that's kind of always different. Um, yeah, yeah. I think um, as well like, depending on like I play with uh, well, you can talk about this, but like um, like having every musician obviously has a different style, yeah. Um, a different approach, and so um, like I mean, most of the time I play, at least a church job, Joel, just like pretty much the only bass player. So like, I play with Joel all the time. We've got like um, like two or three other drummers, so um, Joel's, you know, played a lot with all of the guys and every drummer has a completely different, like, yeah, play style, the, you know? They'll play the same
1: song like, diff- completely different ways. And so I'm always having to adjust to... Uh, I, I can't just say like, hey, can you play that song like Sam? Or <laughs> <That's laughs> like, asking Sam, like, hey, can you play, it? like, Neil plays mm. this song, it's like, that's kind of their style, and it's like, it's still good, it's just different, so I'm, um, always having to adjust, or even when I play it, like, other places, too, or, there are times where I'll, I'll get asked to play with, like, um, uh, some groups that, uh, they're kind of, like, older, rock and roll, kind of generation, guys, or... Um, uh, everything's kind of like they listen to like Rush and Grand Funk Railroad and stuff, and, <laughs> um, and that's like the style that they bring to it. And so um, I kind of have to try to match that, <laughs> kind of, kind of uh, playing like as best I can, and,
0: and you know, ask them to change up what they do. Yeah, and also like even for both of us. Um, it also changes depending on who's leading so I mean every worship leader also has yeah. different style. so even if we're playing together it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to approach the song the same way like um, like Scott pretty much every time we play um, we know uh, even if we don't know the songs we know kind of where he's going to go you start to be able to read kind of signals you know on certain people um, but then like there's another worship leader at church who m- quite a lot of time to play the same like selection of songs, but honestly like very different. very differently. To the point where I I'm not playing the same thing at all in mm. that song. So I'm like re having to rethink. So we have to like um rework stuff like the, the other one was like um one recently was no no other name. I think it's a Hillsong track. And you know like Hill songs like big toms and just like a hill song, it's like typical hill song track. Um, and when we play it with Scott, it's kind of like got that sound to it, but then like play it with James and it's totally different, like instead of, um, I actually even remember what the original drums are, um, but like he was, so the worship leader wanted like like in the verses, which you, like totally different to what it originally sounds like. So suddenly like what Joel would normally play yeah. has to be completely right. So sometimes we have to like, think, you have to think on the spot and it's like, okay, we're just gonna go with this, which is where like the whole relationship thing comes back into play. It's like, if it's a new guy, we're trying to connect um, and, and on the fly, it can be tough, you know? Um, so that we've been in times where we thought we knew what the set this was and we've practiced that said set list we even sound check with that set list and then sometime between sound check ending and the service starting um, everything's changed Um, and so we're like I remember one time like I think the first song we planned was like this is Amazing Grace and so I'm supposed to count it off and like you know go for it and like the opening prayer (coughs) happened I'm about to count in and then like Scott starts playing this totally totally different song and it's like the whole thing was a lot more chilled we went in a completely different direction and we were all looking at each other like we're gonna we are just going to go with the fly promise. you know like yeah so um that's where kind of reading the signals just um building that relationship is really key so um yeah make it a point to like start even if it's just like hanging out a few times with the other bass players or drummers in your worship teams like really um make the most of that time and just building that building that up. but um but yeah, how's, how's like, everybody's like, uh, like practice schedules? That's a good question. So we've, we've played, I played drums for the next week.
1: Okay. Oh, nice. We're not the only two. There's there's two of the drummers and then like, three of the or something like that. So uh, this is something I've been debating because right now our practices are about two hours long. The first 30, 40 minutes, 30 minutes,
0: it varies. It's like prayer time. So we nice. usually end up Okay. For like
1: five songs, and we're not like a super, like we're not all super high caliber. Um, so sometimes we only get to play a song like once. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're, I'm still, I'm still kind of trying to figure out what the right thing is there. I don't want to, I don't want these to stretch on forever, but it often feels like you play it once and then become Sunday morning. You're like, what did I play <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's hard. I, f- I feel like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, we usually have like rehearsal scheduled too, like on Thursdays for a couple hours. Um, but sometimes that will the set we practice on Thursday will change before Sunday. Um, oh yeah. And so it's usually like songs we played before, but but there's still time. There's that and even times where we're like text messages on the way to like the service that we're playing it saying like hey we're gonna play this new song um as well from like from scott or from different people too and you're like um, never heard it before i don't even have time to like i really have time to listen yeah. to the full song alone like, yeah practice it or learn it um and so that, that's where i kind of think there's sh- Kind of a distinction between like practice and rehearsal or it's like if um for any of us like if our only time of really uh, holding our instruments or like getting to know the songs is on uh is on like the rehearsal times or like the sound check kind of practice times then something should change like there where uh, I don't know for for you guys if it is your leader normally like pick a set list and just give it to you like at the rehearsal time or do we? You... Yeah, we we don't have that problem. For sure. Yeah. It's okay. It's just like earlier in the week and it almost never changes. Awesome. Us. You know, like, that's good cool. Yeah. It makes a Spotify, Spotify playlist. Oh, okay. Sweet. See that? That's so really nice. Really yeah. That's even great. if it's not
0: the same version, at least we get an idea. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say that. And we get the song sheets. Yeah. So we can so. practice at home. I yeah. think you guys have no excuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I was, was going to say because that's usually if if that happens for us it's like a a extreme like luxury <laughs> too yeah. where like uh, we usually don't know what we're playing until uh, rehearsal time but sometimes rehearsals don't happen on certain weeks oh. so we just won't you know or even like just <laughs> so, like I shouldn't <laughs> tell you guys too like we, we didn't plan like songs for Tonight, necessarily or like we didn't really have rehearsal we we did sound check and went over some songs but um we don't like play through the full song and then we don't like i think half the songs we didn't actually play through that we're going to play yeah. tonight and then uh, you just play together like all yeah, yeah. We, we play together a lot um but there's some songs we
0: always pull out that we don't play that often yeah it's like um Sunday mornings um they typically we we start the service with a hymn yeah and so when that's started the first few weeks it's like hymns that everybody knows but then the further you go on it's like they're putting out like hymns from you've never heard of you know like and then which is kind of fun because then they're like they rework them and come up with these cool arrangements yeah. but it's like in the moment you know and you're like I'm trying to second guess what's about to happen, you know, but, um, but I think you, like typically the more you play with people, the more you start to understand their style and their, their, their habits, I guess, like typically this is what, how we'll approach it and where they'll go with the song. And, um, for me, I think typically um, we communicate a lot where we're going in a song by what I play. With fills and things, so um, certain fills indicate that maybe we're gonna bring it down or we're gonna vamp it up. Um, But, like, knowing the general structure of most worship songs, most of them follow a very similar kind of pattern, you know, verse chorus, verse chorus, bridge chorus, whatever. Um, And you know that, like, probably the last verse is gonna be chilled, and, like, maybe even the first chorus isn't quite full yet, you know. just those little things and you start to pick up those little patterns. Um, so like familiar... familiar... I can't say it. You can do it. Familiarizing. <laughs> familiarizing. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, that. Uh, <laughs> familiarizing yourself with those uh, general patterns of the songs. Um, you Sometimes you are kind of almost like... I feel like I'm second guessing where we're going. Um, but... Um, yeah, I think sometimes you just got to like go for it and you'll you'll make mistakes, like sometimes we'll just honestly like, I think this is where we're going, I think this is what we're supposed to do, mm-hmm. and as, just do it confidently, I say, like, it, there's nothing worse than like sitting in a congregation and you hear a band and like half of them, none of nobody's really that confident um, about where they're going, and so like half the band goes to like the chorus, half goes to the verse, but no one's like in like, this is where, like taking charge of it. Everybody's yeah. like, are we? So um, I, if I'm in doubt and it seems like, well, if it seems like the rest of the band's sort of in doubt, um, sometimes you've got to kind of make that executive decision and <laughs> do it confidently, you know? And then it's like, yeah. you know, just if it go if it falls apart, then you sort of take the blame for it. But, um, but more often than not, it's like, sometimes you just gotta, especially as a drummer, gotta like, lead that thing out, you know? Um, yeah, I think the drummer kind of has like the biggest
1: responsibility outside of like the worship leader in that sense because it, um, it's like he totally can't choose to just like end like end a section of a song with a fill and it's like it would be incredibly awkward if everyone just keeps going at the same level of energy. Yeah. Too. Um, but,
0: yeah. Yeah. Go, we got like five. Four yeah, we're going. Like, I mean, um, Do you guys get a lot of feedback from, like, Scott afterwards, or...? No, that's Not nice. really. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes
1: well, you man, get, like, um, I think we kind of wish we did and
0: kind of are glad that we don't. Yeah, sometimes it's is. like, um, yeah. not ha- no news is good news sometimes. Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> part, that's
1: part of the nice thing is, like, Scott's so relaxed with things and kind of, like, puts that kind of trust in you, to, like, you're the like you're the guy doing this like you're the drummer like whatever decisions you come up with are like we're gonna go with that you know, like same same for me so it's like he kind of trusts our judgment with like parts or playing certain things um, mm. so it's rare that he uh, if he asks us to do anything like usually it's to give it like more energy yeah. with stuff that like. Usually, for me, it's like play 16th notes in parts where it's like I tend to be more laid back. Or, same with like Sam, they'll play four on the floor. Outside of that, there's not much. So, that's kind of cool. But at the same time, it's like um, there's when we have like questions or doubts in our minds about how things went, there's not always like great feedback. Yeah. Um, like yeah. if we messed up <laughs> yeah. on
0: something, like where to actually fix that. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I think but yeah, like um, Scott and, and Chaz, Chaz um, like our keys player, but he he sometimes leads as well. And those two in particular, like two of my favorite worship leaders to play with, just because I I they are so of back. Like I play with worship leaders that plan out every single thing, and like they they have a very clear picture of what they want. Um, about and, and that's that's cool. I, I I enjoy those times as well. Um, but um, but the f- cool thing with Scott and Chaz is like they definitely give you the, f- the freedom to like go wherever you feel like it needs to be. I think they probably you probably get feedback if they got the vibe that you were playing it safe. Do you know what I mean like kind of just too comfortable in what you're doing and just like playing it safe, not actually. Taking the reins as mm-hmm. such, and just like really being like bold and confident with what you're doing. Yeah. Um, They're kind of glad when you're like aggressive with, yeah, like taking a like role and running with it. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I think that's that's probably the f- not so much the feedback, but the 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 word of encouragement we get beforehand is like just go for it and enjoy it, you know, and, and um and just like worship through it, not just um, get stuck in playing a song a certain way just like go out and focus on just watching yeah. it, enjoying the moment you know so that's been, been
1: yeah that's the nice thing too is that they don't always expect it to sound like the record necessarily which you know, a lot of people um can can be like that particular with like um, parts and, and mm. things sounding like just right where they aren't, aren't always like if it's like a guitar line or uh, some kind of like melody or something, then yeah, like uh, it's cool if that's in there. But um, but usually we have like freedom to kind of be creative with however we like it. So I usually try to always learn like recorded versions of songs uh, just for my own like s- sake of like learning and growing in that because uh, it's good to be able to like figure out and. Play the parts that someone else is playing. It stretches you and uh, makes you become like better as a player. But then uh, to be able to take that as a springboard and just um, kind of make the song your own. And so I hardly ever play a song the same exact way twice. Like I'll throw different things into it and try to kind of get better at playing it every time. Or at least that's that's my goal is to. Yeah, every time we play, like, try to get better, at it, think of, like, better parts to play and stuff so. like that, yeah. so Oftentimes often the challenge I find is slow songs. Yeah. Where yeah. it's just, like, you just playing whole notes or, like, it's just real slow and just, like, I mean, sometimes that's all you gotta, that's all, all you right. should do. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want <laughs> yeah, to do too much, but it's, like, trying to find a rhythm sometimes. Yeah.
0: For certain
1: songs, yeah, yeah, It'd be tough, yeah, to actually like get, get into it. There's like that song we were talking about earlier, really, Great Are Your Lord. Mm. That one's like a really hard one for me, too, because there's so much space in it, and like uh, all I'm doing, like the whole time, is it, uh, yeah. It's hard to hear without the words it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it. just doesn't really sound like anything. Um, but there's just so much space there, um, too. That yeah, it's really hard. You kind of have to um, hold yourself back from yeah. those times too. And um, I know, some. I was talking about in the in the other workshop where a lot of the times. Um, if I'm not really intentional with it my tendency is like to overplay with stuff like that which um in the live settings usually you can get away with kind of more easily than like recording or something but uh, but still it might not fit the song very well and and I'll add a lot more notes or subdivisions than than need to be there and so it's kind of been almost an exercise uh, for me, and like holding back and and uh, being able to just play those whole notes and kind of be ha- happy with it or and also just using it as a time to be able to listen to the the rest of the band because oftentimes when when I'm playing it, it's like really difficult to be able to put to play something uh right and fo- focus on what you're playing but at the same time focus on what everyone else is doing too uh, and get the full picture like I have a really hard time doing that a lot <laughs> of times where it's like uh, I'll just be thinking of the chords like my parts uh, which is good but I, I lose like the, the picture of what it's all fitting in uh, to, it's so that's kind of easier in those slower songs or those softer moments, to to recognize the big picture of it, uh, and that goes kind of for all the all the songs, even if they're not soft too. Uh, seeing the like the dynamics of it, like the uh, the hills and valleys, and knowing where it, it might be soft on this part, but that's that's kind of going to lead somewhere else. Um, it like won't it's not going to stay there forever. You. There's hope. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah. Yeah. That,
0: that's fine.
1: Right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're always, I mean, we're always around for whatever. We like want to talk about this. You guys <laughs> are going Yeah. <So. laughs>
0: it's Mm-hmm. Pretty much every well, click. Pretty much every song to click. Yeah. Now tracks. Um, most songs. Like. It depends. It depends what the song is. Like m- most of the upbeat songs, we have tracks for. Um, and then some of the more like epic, hill song, Bethel type track um, songs, we have tracks for. because it's hard to pull it off, you know, with a small band. But. Um, who's the uh, usually, Chaz plays keys. Um, we uh, is the same app. Um, we just have this account with uh, Luke Community. They have like a LukeCommunity.com. Um, they have like a free app for your iPad, and it you just um, you can buy tracks on. You can even make your own tracks, but you buy it on online, um, and then you can upload it onto the app, and it just saves all it's your so tracks. Cool. So you can just make a set list, and um, you can actually. Adjust. I think the
1: loop community you have to pay for, right? It's not, well, it's
0: not like a subscription, but you have to
1: pay for Oh, the yeah, you have to pay tracks. for the tracks, yeah. But you can use their app for your own tracks. Yeah,
0: so this is like, I do it's, it's like all the individual stems of the instrument. Like, you've got like, uh, uh, I can not actually read it. Um, like drum loops, piano, yeah. um, shaker, and you can adjust the volumes of each individual instrument. Um, so you can change it depending mm-hmm. on what your band's structure is like. But um... yeah, you can change up the like song structure as well. like, oh, yeah. If you want to double
1: a chorus, you can like edit that in the in the app. Yeah. You guys have never. i Yeah. Yeah. I think that was Scott's like initial like what we didn't do it for a long time, even though we were, had like in, ears in the... We had, like, the capabilities of it, but, uh, yeah, that was his fear of, like, because uh, he always wants to be, like, led by the Spirit, and, like, every time we come to worship. Uh, and, uh, especially in, like, song choices and just uh, sensing what's going on in the room. Uh, but I think we started to notice, like, every time we play a song, though, we play it pretty much the exact same Way at least the bulk of the the song structure, Um, as far as like you know intro, verse, chorus, verse, two, um, that part of the song usually isn't changing that much. So this kind of allows the the amount of flexibility to like we'll play a lot of that stuff to the tracks, but then if if there's a point at the end of the song where it feels like something, if we want to play it again and it's not there or we don't want the tracks anymore and, and they ended but we want to continue and repeat a chorus a lot of times Chaz will just like fade out the volume or uh, you know sometimes he will do that early or uh, sometimes it, it just fades out on its own and then most of the time you don't recognize that it's gone at that point because the song's kind of over so we'll still like uh, not be t- completely locked into the song structure. Uh, even yeah. if there was times, there was like last week where, or sometimes like vocalists will like miss the cues that are going on when it says like verse, the, and they, they the don't cue. start. <laughs> and just, and just then, then they're like, they like, what do we do? Yeah, we're like, uh, what do we do now? Because <laughs> <laughs> this track is like, yeah, it's, it's gonna on. it's gonna start playing the next section of the song, whether we do or not. Yeah. So so yeah. like. Uh, Chaz kind of has it running through like a volume pedal, and so he'll just like fade it out, um, and we'll start playing, you know, according to what the vocalist is doing. And Sam actually did this, because Sam does like just click too often from like drums, and then Chaz will run like the tracks. So there's this nice like crossover where Sam started
0: to click at the same time as the yeah. So this like a built-in click with the yeah. tracks, and it has all the cues in. So even when we cut the the track, the, the the click's still going and it's giving the cues, but it's giving random cues at random points. So um, so I had a separate click where we just run for songs where just on the fly, you know, I'm just tapping in a tempo or whatever. So I tapped in the tempo and it started the click, and then he was able to fade out his click. Um, but usually, I mean, to, just to start with, I mean. Tracks for songs that you know for sure, like we never do this any differently. It's like kind of celebration songs, you know? Yeah. do you find the a benefits of it Yeah. Yeah. I think to start on honestly, like when I, the first time, well, the first kind of, um, period where we started using tracks, uh, I was using them with, with Chaz, um, my was leading, and he was using them simply for like broadcast mix, so we have like, you know, the front of house mix, but then we have people that sit outside, people that watch online, or whatever, so there's a separate mix that goes for that, and um, just listening back, you know, you listen to like, you listen to church online and it never sounds, as, yeah, it just <laughs> never sounds good, so like, we're using tracks mainly as a way to fill out that broadcast mix oh. and then um, and then it was usually pretty subtle sounds you know like pads and just different things yeah it's usually not only like driving guitar and, you know, no it's just it's yeah. just yeah. like just fills out the sound most of the time especially when we like we travel and then we travel with like a small team like four or five people um, it, it can be hard sometimes to replicate certain songs you know sure. so um, we use it just to fill out the sound but we never, never do it in of a team member, it's not like we're going to use tracks just so that we yeah. don't have to use this guy, <laughs> even, maybe a bit, yeah, yeah maybe like a sh- bit shaky. There's no guitars,
1: or no keyboards on stage, but you're here. You're hearing tracks math. or whatever. <laughs> Sometimes it gets awkward when there's like a violin part or yeah, a string something part. in there. The yeah. violin on stage, you're like, yeah. yeah. we're we getting
0: away with this. Yeah. But, like, oops, like... would, you, would you use it if you didn't have the back of the track purpose? the The click? Or just... Yeah. Use it yeah. tempo. I, I actually hate playing without a click now I mean you know when you start off you hate the sound of the click and everybody goes off you get to a point where you just it comes really like it's just there and you're used to it um, I, I feel like um, the click's just great when I'm not playing and you've got like a band that's still playing together um, without drums sometimes that can get sloppy if People aren't super tight, so I I really enjoy it. It's a good reference for me if I'm like counting songs in and I forget how the song sounds, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's called um, what's the app called? Uh, Tempo Advanced. Yeah, I think it's called I think it's like three or four bucks, but um you can save um, your songs and set lists and stuff, so I think we've got 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 to start in like three minutes. (laughs)